Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. And we're here. We're finally at the first milestone of the MCU, Marvel's The Avengers. Ooh, big time, big time. Earth's mightiest heroes must come together and learn to fight as a team if they are going to stop the mischievous Loki and his alien army from enslaving humanity. This is directed by Joss Whedon, written and directed by Joss Whedon, I should say, and stars Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo now, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Kobe Smulders, Stellan Skarsgård, and Samuel L. Jackson, among others. Nicole, this is technically your second time seeing this after you fell asleep the I mean, entire time I don't watching even it the first time. If that was the uh, the same movie that I went to see, I'm really just connecting the dots with the year. But who the fuck knows? What it was. This is your first time going into this movie for real. So, what yeah. did you think of our first <laughs> team up movie, The Avengers? Um, yeah, I was excited to see this. Um, based off of all the movies that we just had just watched, you know, I was not excited to see that they changed another fucking character and made this Mark Ruffalo, but whatever. This is the last big one. We'll, we'll move past it. It's <laughs> the best. After that, it's only a couple small minor characters. So. <laughs> um, but I guess they're doing the best with what they had. Um, no, I was interested to see how they were going to try to connect all these different walks of life together into a group that is all working together for the same purpose. So I didn't know who they were going to highlight or if they were going to do such a thing whose backstory was going to come into to good use and it's pretty clear that uh to me i think that thor's backstory was the most important to watch um because that's how we get our villain for this so you know if i had not known who loki was and his relationship to thor i think that i would have been a little bit lost in this but i'm glad that we did it this way because have an idea of why loki is doing this and before you get a little bit further, I think that does tie into Mama K's question, which I'll drop in here. Oh, question of the show for Mama K. This movie gets into it right away. Would the average person who hasn't seen any of the prior films, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man 2, uh, would they be able to follow without their super Marvel nerd <laughs> friend explaining what's up? And it sounds like you're saying at least <laughs> Thor is important. Would you say they're all important? Some are important? Just so everyone knows, I did not read this question beforehand so i did not know she was going to ask that um i think that they all do need to be there the origin stories are a little bit of a stretch for some of them like i feel like if you didn't watch hulk you would still understand that hulk changes into a different creature when he you know has his tipping point so that becomes obsolete in his origin story um i think it's important to know who iron man is and what he's done in the past that leads him to be so important and i also think it is important to know that captain america is not from this era and has to jump in with the rest of these people who have who live here besides lore um (laughs) you know in order to understand how crazy this is to him so it is important I think to to watch those backstories, you know, it's you don't get the same effect of someone just kind of telling you who these people are. I think you really do need to know. Also, I would have never known who Stellan Skarsgård is, um, who Hawkeye is, or uh, Scarlett Johansson. I forget her her Natasha. Natasha Romanoff. Black Romanoff. Widow. Yeah, it's it's important to know where those people come from, who they've already interacted with, and what the common ground is with everyone. So I th- I definitely think it is. 
I saw this movie for the first time in theaters after only seeing Iron Man and Iron Man 2, so I missed the other three origin stories. I still liked this movie the first time I saw it, and after going back and watching the origin stories over the coming years and, you know, prepping for the final couple of big movies we're going to get to later, uh, it definitely enhances your viewing, you like knowing who yeah, everyone is. Just because the action you liked it, or... There's just like the characters are well defined and like I when they because they all kind of first meet everybody meets everybody on that flying drone ship in the sky the, the aircraft carrier when they all meet I like their banter I understand who they all are and I know whose side I'm on I know who I disagree with and agree with I know what Loki's doing so like I think this movie even without knowing the uh, the background does a good job of telling you who everyone is what their motivations are and what uh, problems they're going to run into and you know I think it does a good job of that and it is absolutely enhanced by knowing the rest of the story I think if you were going to cut any of the origin stories out Hulk is the least important going forward and even though Captain America's origin story not super important right now does have some bigger implications later in the story so I think I think they're all important, Hulk's being the least important, but I think it is definitely strengthened by the other movies, even if the other movies are not as good as, you know, this one or, or Iron Man, I think is kind of still the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this movie. I like this movie all around. I think it's got great action, great. I love the character interaction and the conflict between our heroes. That's one of my favorite things in Marvel is conflict between our heroes. So I think some of our avid Marvel fans can guess which is my favorite when we get to it. Um, and after, you know, when I saw this the first time, I didn't love superhero movies. I saw the Christopher Nolan Batmans and I liked them, uh, but they're not really traditional superhero movies. And I did not warm up to the MCU for a long time until I, even after this, even though I thought this was a decent movie. Uh, all in all, though, this is a solid team up uh, and a good introduction to our team and as they'll evolve going forward. I like this movie. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts before we get to a, or anything you want to bring up? There's, there's um, a lot going on in here, but I we can't touch on everything. There's just there so is much. a lot going on in here, and I still do have a disconnect with something. That disconnect is the storyline of Nick Fury and his assembling of said Avengers. I'm not Mm -hmm. quite sure what his stance is yet. And like, I've asked you this while we're watching it. I'm like, is he really a good guy or is he like undercover bad guy? Because I can't, I can't figure it out just based off of what I know. So I'm interested in seeing what his, perhaps they're going to give me a backstory. I don't know yet. I don't want you to tell me, but you know, if if they give me something of how he ended up in this role and how Agent Coulson and Black Widow all know him, that might give me a little bit more interest into the whole Avengers story. Because it just, I get that they're trying to save the world or whatever, but how did he come up with this whole idea? So that's where I'm kind of still waiting for some answers on a lighter note, we're laughing because apparently this is like a big deal with a lot of people that watch this movie. I'm perturbed by the amount of destruction that the Avengers yes. are causing. Let's talk about that because I know that you said that that's a that's a pretty big uh, talking point for a lot of people on this. And it comes up in future movies about uh, how much good versus how much destruction do the Avengers bring? You know, does their good outweigh their their cost? I mean, right now, I'm on the too much destruction side. Even in, <laughs> even in just like Iron Man and Iron Man 2, like, how many fucking times is that guy's house going to get destroyed? You know what I mean? It's like... A couple more. It's like... <laughs> the I, I know, like, they ha- he has the... 
what are they calling it? Like the Congress or whatever? The Council. The Council, excuse me. Who wanted to nuke New yeah. York City. That was their answer, which I is mean, not exactly off, better. that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but, but second... It's a comic book movie, what you gonna do? <laughs> right, but I mean, secondly, they just about did that <laughs> i mean yeah they were they were they like they would have had iron man not been there <laughs> yeah i mean that missile was coming right at them and i mean i loved that part with iron man and the missile um i thought that that was a really great scene and i liked what he did but explain to me a little bit what we're doing with this energy cube thing that's going on because that's why i'm having a little bit of, of unsure what's happening too a lot of the stuff you are unsure about, we will learn more about in the future. They're not fully explained here. I'll definitely agree with you there. But right now, we're learning about character interactions and assembling the team. But so yeah, we're not really supposed uh, to understand these things yet. S.H.I.E.L.D., Nick Fury, the Tesseract, Thanos, who we get in a brief cameo at the end. All of this stuff will be further explored and mostly explained and still have some mystery involved uh, in the future installments. But um, yeah, okay. we, we will get there, but we're not there yet. I mean, yeah, they set us up okay for you know what they could do with the six of them i'm wondering like now i'm even more curious thinking about future marvel characters that aren't even in this how are they even going to squeeze Tons. them into here so we've you know, got like we've got like 40 more people to yeah, shove into this thing this before we be get to ride, the end but um yeah. if i, I want to ask you real quick uh what so far your ratings of of each marvel uh, avenger is from from least to best if I'm going with just the six core Avengers, so excluding guys like Nick Fury and Rhodey, who is not yet in Doctrine, uh, at this point in the series, Iron Man is my favorite. I love Iron Man the character. I think he's the most fun and interesting. Uh, and after him, it's kind of a steep drop-off. We're, we're kind of... if Because I know where characters will be in the future and how I like them in the future. But if I'm judging them just at this point, I think my next favorite is probably Black Widow. I like her snarkiness. I like how capable she is, but very low-key about it. Uh, after that, I still think Thor has a lot of value, and I like his fish-out-of-waterness. It still works really well. Captain America has that too, but it doesn't work as well for me here. Uh, Banner is fourth. Uh, he doesn't have as much time to develop since he's a new character, kind of new actor in this one, but I think he gets better, just like Captain America does, who is my fifth. And Hawkeye is my sixth in this one only because I don't know much about him other than he was in Hulk, and then he was a bad guy at the beginning of this one because Loki, you know, manipulated him. But in the future, this ranking will change drastically, I, I will say. Nicole, do you have a do you have your own take? And then uh, also, do you recommend the Avengers since we're kind of at the end here um i think you really hit my ratings right on the head <laughs> like i think that <laughs> i think iron man is above and beyond the rest of them because he's just a cool guy in general and his movies are better um <laughs> I, i'm not a scar joe fan but her character is probably one of the better ones too because she's just really such a badass and then i like that she as far as i'm concerned right now she doesn't have any superpower like the other ones do not like everyone else. No. Right. And, you know, it's a toss up between Thor and Hulk and Captain America for me right now because <clears throat> they're all kind of in the same boat. Like their their backstories aren't my favorite, but I'm I want to see what potential they all have. Um, and Hawkeye is at the end for me, too, because we just don't know anything about him yet. But I would recommend this. You know, it's an interesting movie. I I liked watching them all work together. I'm intrigued about the Tesseract. I'm intrigued about the 
Avengers and the sheet and shield and everything that they set us up for. I want to know more. And I want to know what you're telling me about the other people, other movies where they talk about the destruction of them, because I want to, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. We definitely address that in future movies. A couple of them actually that, that go over that, but um, yeah, Avengers is an easy recommend for me. This is towards the top of the, of the Marvel heap. It's got some of the most iconic moments. It's, uh, it's groundbreaking in that not only is it the first team up movie in the MCU, but it's one of the first successful team up movies in all of cinematic history, not to be dramatic about it, but it's, it's an impressive feat uh, to have all these different characters from all these different movies come together and work fairly cohesively. It's a good movie. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. The motivations make sense. They work well together. And I know where this is going, and they're they're going to keep improving. I think we're only hitting the tip of the iceberg of the potential of the MCU. I think a lot of our best movies and moments are to come. Cool. Um, but yeah, two recommends for the Avengers, and that's the end of Phase 1. We're moving on next week to Phase... Or not next week, tomorrow, <laughs> for Phase 2, starting with Iron Man 3. So we will talk to you then. Nicole, thank you for being yeah. on. Cool. Thanks. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.